I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. I'm Robert Ortegon. I'm Bo Maddox. And we are Collateral Gaming with Collateral Cinema. Welcome to Collateral Gaming, the only video game podcast that matters, where we focus on good games, bad games, and everything else in between in the world of gaming. And uh, today we are here with our parent podcast, Collateral Cinema Movie Podcast. Woo! Hey, everybody. What's up? So this is our very first collaboration special with Collateral Cinema. Uh, I wanted to come back into the new year. Uh, with just a little something special for you guys, I, we needed a little bit more time to get on a right schedule to get our Infamous out, and that is coming out next within two weeks, but uh, I wanted to throw something out there, so I thought we could do this, and when I thought about doing a collab with Collateral Cinema, I had to think of something that was both a movie and a game at the same time, and uh, the first thing that came to mind is a movie that's been trending lately, actually. It just came out this month, and that is Black Mirror Bandersnatch. It's pretty popular on Netflix. It's easy to find. It's hard yeah. to miss. Bandersnatch. More like bander shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really cool premise, at least. It's the idea of... Uh, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure-style uh, Netflix movie where you'll actually make choices that influence the characters in the story. Now, we're going to try to stick away from spoilers. So, Bandersnatch is actually a part of the Black Mirror franchise, uh, which is a TV series. Now, this is its own TV movie special. Bo and Robert, y'all haven't seen Black Mirror, have you? No, I certainly haven't. And after this, I'm not sure if I'm going to come back to it. No, it's, I haven't. Eh. Just the movie. Well, it's actually kind of an anthology series, so none of this is actually really connecting. Um, and it's written by several different uh, writers and directors. So the thing with Black Mirror is if you watch one episode and you don't like it, you know, you can come back and you'll find something probably you will like. For instance, I, I'm not a fan of the first episode. I think a lot of people aren't. Now, Dakota, maybe you could run us a little bit through what Black Mirror is for the audience. Yeah, after I researched it a bit, I believe it's called a uh, satirical psychoparanoia. It's kind of the genre. It's pretty interesting. It's, it's, it always has a futuristic vibe to it. And there's always like a technological advancement, you know? Like the dangers of technology. Yeah. You and I, we've both seen all of Black Mirror, right? Through yeah, I think seasons. I've seen every episode, I believe. I think I'm missing like a little bit of the fourth season, but yeah. Something like that. They're really good episodes. What's nice about them is they're all standalone. Yeah. It's a a TV show like uh, The Twilight Zone. Every episode is standalone, but it has a different cast and everything. Right, right. And so it's really cool. Like you said, different directors, different writers, different producers. And it's it's really cool. I I love the format of the show itself. Some of the episodes seem to take place in the same universe, but for the most part, they don't really have anything to do with each other. Uh Uh-huh. Now, Black Mirror as a whole, uh, like Dakota said, it explores kind of themes like the dangers of technology um where it could take us usually most of the episodes are set in the the near future or uh so a couple of them in actually the contemporary present not only that but black mirror also usually generally has a kind of a dark twist to it somewhere throughout oftentimes the protagonist ends up being uh not so creative a person you kind of find out some dark secrets or they're led down a dark pathway and kind of the rabbit hole so bandersnatch of course 
you guys, do you think that kind of matches up with that? Hmm. I don't know. I think so. Not so much the technology <laughs> aspect, but like the dark twist, pretty meta. Not usually fourth wall breaking, but, you know, yeah. kind of meta, kind of self-aware. Yeah, it goes, you know, double, triple meta. I mean, you get full into it, you know. There's a point in it where it brings in Netflix. I don't want to spoil anything, but it <laughs> brings in its own platform to kind of advertise a little bit for it. I don't so it's really anything, but here it is. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, we just totally spoiled everything. <laughs> Spoil everything. That's funny. There's a certain pathway that, that does allow you to get, in particular, very meta. So within Bandersnatch, of course, though, there there's an additional element to this story that's not in previous Black Mirror episodes. Mm. Now I said before, this is its own like TV special. It's actually got a separate listing on Netflix. But what's different about this one is that uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch is a, like I said before, a choose-your-own-adventure style movie. The first of its kind, as far as I'm aware, there's some video games that are kind of like this. In fact, Bandersnatch is about game development, but we'll yeah. get to that in a minute. But the thing with this is that you, the viewer, will actually get to make choices for the protagonist, Stefan, and... uh at certain points, you'll even get to rewind and see different endings. In fact, from what I believe, there's five main endings, but there's several different variants of those. The movie throughout actually keeps track of what endings you've come to. When it rewinds, it leads you down different pathways and um, almost like an algorithm. Yeah, yeah. And it, oh. and it, it remembers which paths you've been through. It's kind of creepy if you think about it. It is creepy. It's like it's haunted or something. And that <laughs> itself can affect the plot or or at the very least some of the characters. Or it could just be Netflix collecting data from user algorithms. <laughs> How about that, people? Oh, Maybe sure. that's what it is. That's what Facebook does too. Right? Yeah, that, it's Facebook. Of course the vegans say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really now? <laughs> God damn it. i teach you about being vegan. Damn it. Now, how do you guys think that that format influences the the narrative of the movie in the most obvious way possible you're the one choosing it and nobody has any free will it's meta for no reason and i don't know <laughs> we'll stay away from spoiler territory but i think i think uh that's a key aspect of the experience yeah is that is that the the characters themselves are aware um at least one or two characters yeah. are aware that you are including Stefan, are aware that you are making choices for them at a certain point now, bringing up Stefan, Robert, what did you think about the protagonist? Huh. He was kind of a, I don't know, weird little kid taking drugs. Yeah. <laughs> he was boring is what he was. Boring. Was he a Frodo, Bo? A Frodo? No, he was worse than that. <laughs> Much worse than a Frodo. None of the characters in this was interesting at all. None of them. You didn't even like uh, Colin's character by Will Poulter? Yeah, I found him annoying and insufferable. Oh man, he was insufferable. I was just like, oh, oh, he's just he's just a narrative device to tell him about you know all these different paths you can take. It's like, oh, okay, great job, guys. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Colin, Colin's an interesting character. I I thought he was kind of cool uh, about how he's the only other character that seems to transcend the narrative. Of course, we'll talk about Colin a little bit more, but. Stefan, do you think that he has kind of a set personality or is it completely influenced by the viewer? I believe it's a little bit of both, but there is there is a there is a script to his personality. Right. And for, there are some things you have to end up doing. Yeah. So that's kind of whether you wanted to do something else or not, you, you, you have to follow this personality. But there are times where you you, you choose a different song. 
You know, it's just that's a different personality type. Yeah. So he's set in his ways in certain times, and and in your attempt to to get to a, like a good ending of the of the story, you know, you end up finding out that Stefan continually wants to make the same mistakes yeah. <laughs> again and again. That's the black mirror of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And it's really interesting how the other characters kind of react to that as well. Uh, we did mention Colin before, who's the second most interesting character, and for some people, the most interesting character. Apparently, Will Poulter will return as Colin Rittman, possibly in a another Black Mirror episode. Really, that's cool. I would like that. And he's a really cool character, really interesting. Yeah, and he kind of brings the the protagonist on on that acid trip. Um, we don't want to go too much into it, but that in particular is a scene that uh, influences the narrative as a whole. His character is very what omnipresent. <laughs> yeah, his wild scene, dude. Yeah. I, all I will say at one point, he says that PAC in Pac-Man stands for Program and Control, and that is not true, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. It is not true. It's uh, not true. It's bullshit. If anybody watched Scott Program, everyone knows that. that Pac-Man was originally Puck-Man from the Japanese Paku, and uh, Puck sounded too much like fuck, so so they changed it to Pac. But um, Colin Rittman seems to think it means Program and Control. Yeah, well, Colin Whitman thinks a lot of fucking things. <laughs> the Colin Whitman? Yeah, this character thinks and says a lot of different things. Did you guys think there were any other characters that stood out? No, no, none of them. Just did. the weird guy in his room. No, none of none of them stood out at all. The psychiatrist. Were, yeah, the therapist. She wasn't even that great, and she was in Dark Place. Only so. in that one ending. Yeah, there was there was one ending where it gets kind of interesting. Oh, that was. <sighs> Don't you think there should be a little more action though? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> that that's where things officially just went off the rails for me, and I was just like, "Okay, no, this is Donnie Darko. No. Th- this is Donnie Darko, and then it's the Truman Show, and then it's Groundhog's Day, and then it's what 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 the fuck else is it, Robert? It's um, that's pretty much it, right? I, yeah, it 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 it's literally just taking from better movies and making something that's not nearly as good as that. You know, that's that's what I see here. I mean, the choose your own adventure thing, it, for one, it's a Futurama joke, for one. Futurama predicted this shit. That's right. There was a there was an episode of Futurama where yeah. they... <laughs> and, and, and what did they, they get Calculon to do? Do his fucking taxes. <laughs> and that's what it felt like in some of these these pathways it's like i mean the ideal it's, the idea itself just isn't that novel attention. it's not novel at all seriously i i i don't even care about the characters i don't care about the pathways i mean it doesn't even seem to really go that deep into the whole parallel universe thing anyways it's just pretty much the same fucking bullshit over over again it's it, it there's nothing about about this that's intelligent there's nothing about this that is interesting i i i did not vibe with this that's cool all right i respect that uh you've probably seen a lot of these tropes before and for someone that's a a fan of david lynch you know oh yeah i mean some of these twists might not be surprising l- to la- ladies and gentlemen don't waste your time with this watch inland empire that's <laughs> all i'm going to say inland fucking empire you want meta that's meta well, that's deeply meta. That's so meta. It's almost painful to even scratch at the surface of it. It's so fucking meta. I will say, I, I don't think any of the elements in this movie in and it itself are anything original. But I think the way in which it's put it together, for me anyway, it made it really interesting. I tried really hard to get a good ending. 
you know, at least my first watch through. And then the opposite watch through. The second one, I, I kind of wanted to make all the opposite choices and see what happened. But I was really trying hard and I was invested. And it, I think it's the it's the pressure, the tension of I can make this decision and it can fuck up the whole story. Yeah. You know, um, I like in some of the story parts where you would go to make a decision, one of the two options, and then it wanted the other option. And so the characters in the show would start to say things like, hey, you should choose the other option, basically. And I think that was really cool. It, it got a little meta there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it was it, it was interesting. Now, one of the things that makes this movie kind of near and dear specifically to my heart is that the main character, Stefan Butler, he's a game developer. And I, I myself am an inspiring indie game developer. So I think the, the setting of this is really interesting. Uh, Bandersnatch takes place for the first time in the Black Mirror series, actually not in the present or the future, but uh, the past in 1984. So we've got this 1980s setup where video games are kind of just starting out. And we've got Stefan, who uh, always wanted to create a computer game. He's read this Choose Your Own Adventure book called Bandersnatch. Apparently Netflix uh, might be getting in trouble for using the, the label Choose Your Own Adventure. Did you hear about that? Really? That's like not a, surprising. Is that like a copyright thing? Apparently. I, I wondered about that when they mentioned it too. But uh, anyway. What about Pac-Man? Pac-Man? That, that's, that's, one. that's in the common. That's true. That's in the creative commons, I believe. Yeah, because that Pixel movie used it. Yeah, Pixels. Now, Bandersnatch within the narrative is a book that Stefan finds and is really intrigued by with a character, uh, the writer, Jerome F. Davies, who uh, his character is also explored in the movie. And you'll kind of see how Stefan can follow in the footsteps and kind of go down the same rabbit hole that Davies does when he was writing this book with Divergent Pathways, which Stefan is adapting into the video game, Bandersnatch. And you know what? Come to think of it, that whole pretense where, you know, he's like this prodigy that's at the top of his game and he's trying to push himself even further and further. You know what it reeks of? Black Swan. Black it's Swan. pretty much the same character motivations. Seriously. Once again, it, it's borrowing from another movie. Even there. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> well, I do to kind of see that archetype in there. Of course, Stefan is kind of molded by the player's actions. Your main goal within the movie is to, to create a five-star game, albeit you want to do it without murdering anyone or dying. <laughs> but that, that does definitely proves difficult. I keep having these vivid dreams, like thinking weird things. What sorts of things? We're going to be a hit factory, like Motel, but for computer games. You heard it here first. Bandersnatch. It's an adventure game based on the book. Jerome F. Davies was a genius. See that bloke who went cuckoo and cut his wife's head off? When it's a concept piece, a bit of madness is what you need. Voices, but there is something. Bandersnatch was the final straw. It lets you see the bigger picture. Stefan, you're worrying me. Relax, don't you Leave Stefan out of this. Yes, Stefan. 
Your fate has been dictated. You're not in control. So I thought the setting was was at least interesting. Did you guys at least kind of vibe with the 1980s setting? It didn't even feel that 80s to me, honestly. I think the first it felt more 80s to me. Seriously, it, it didn't even really Mandy cap. Felt Man- 80s. Mandy felt 80s as fuck. We watched 80s. Mandy the other night. Oh my god, yeah, that, was great. that movie! Can we? I, I want to talk about that movie. Yeah, that movie's great. That movie is amazing. Nicholas Cage. Oh my god, he's at his cagiest, bro. You got to see at his cagiest, the Whoa. one true god himself. Your differing opinions need to leave. Oh, what the fuck? We're trying fuck to talk ever. about this. Episode. Keep your negativity out yes. of 2019. Oh god, damn what? it! Ruining our podcast, Bo. <laughs> you're just a guest Ruining star. Ruining your podcast? I am the podcast now. No, you're just a guest star. I am the Senate. Also a producer. <laughs> so it's oh. treason then. It's treason. Treason. Yeah, exactly. Treason. <laughs> Vote of no confidence in all of you. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> So, yeah, we're totally playing Grand Theft Auto 3 while we're doing this. Yeah, That's why they're not saying much. They're this too distracted. Is gaming podcast. We thought we'd bring some games. Yeah. Distracted. Some games. If you're yeah, playing I, Bandersnatch. I think, I think we should do Grand Theft Auto at some point in the podcast, right? That'd be interesting. Y'all yeah. totally should. Because they do have a actually decent campaign, I've been told. Grand Theft Auto? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I played a little bit of it. Mostly, you know, you just want to get your flying car around. Fly your flying right. car around. Turn everything silver or... Whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever whatever is bander, better than Bandersnatch. You know, it's, it's I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you're it is a choose your own adventure. GTA. Yeah. No? <laughs> it's the ultimate yeah, you choose are, your own adventure. You are Shit. making making all the decisions. Good, bad, no matter how it ends. No one else was a good game. Earthbound. That was random bow. Yeah. Earthbound no, Earthbound kinda has similar vibes, yeah. Yeah, game Earthbound movies. is really But really maybe cool. done even even better. Way better. Are you kidding me? Earthbound so, is classic. I guess we'll, we can wrap up kind of our our thoughts on this here, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. For me, Bandersnatch, it's not bad. I mean, it's not perfect, but I kind of vibed with Black Mirror before. I was interested in the universe or the you know the multiverse, whatever they're going for there, and uh, I like the themes it represents. I like the tension. I like the the choose your own adventure format. I think the takeaway here is what could Netflix or Black Mirror, you know, any show do with this format in the future? I think I think it could be implemented really well with other movies. What do you think? I don't know. The execution here, it's just so makes me feel so blasé that I mean, I don't feel like I want to really even try to get into movies like that. I mean, I I I feel like it's going against that old adage of telling a story, you know, show don't tell. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's yeah. kind of telling the story to you, even though you have the choice. Okay. Well, let me ask and you this. So Netflix is, um, this is their first time ever doing an interactive anything. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. And so do you see a future? Do I see a future? Interactive? They're probably going to push it a little bit, but I think that it's going to be a minor thing. It'll be a blip on the radar. And by this time next year, people aren't even going to remember this shit. Think so? <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's what I mark think. your words, Bo. Yeah, that's Welcome. my prediction. This is this is a tiny little blip on that radar. It's, I mean, it, I guess I can give it some credit for trying to be interactive, but it's just, I just, I feel like it could have been done better. And then there's just all the 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 derivative elements of it to me, and and the fact that it's it's a Futurama joke. 
This is a Futurama joke, people. So do you, do you think that it being as meta as it is connecting the choose your own adventure style to the actual in the story mode? Do you think that's a good thing they did? Or do you think it, it would have been better without I that? I think that it's a novel concept. It's just I would like I think that it would have been better if it was released as a physical DVD or game or something like that. Yeah. And okay. So if if it, if you were to see if you were to see play it with puzzles, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Play it with puzzles because I I yeah. know that back in the day when when Blu-ray first came out, they tried doing something similar to this. You like know what? It it, it 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 was a feature on most Blu-rays. There was something, if I recall, it was kind of like a more of an extended commentary type thing, and yeah. you can kind of go into the. You could even kind of see different, uh, like, deleted scenes and everything. You could see how that scene would fit into the movie yes. and shit. Uh, I remember so, I remember using my Blu-ray player and playing games on the on the DVDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, like, yeah. the kids' movies. Like yeah, that's my childhood. So, so, yeah, it's, it's not like it, this hasn't been tried before. And honestly, if you want a game that actually does this concept well, check out on the PS3 Heavy Rain. Like that is a uh-huh. that's a actual game that feels cinematic because of the choices that are made in or, that. Or uh, until until dawn, have you heard of that one? Until that's dawn cool. is another good example. Yeah. Well, you know what this reminded me of the uh, Telltale game series. You know, like oh, the, yeah, yeah, the Walking yeah. Dead. Um, I also did a Batman series, Tales from the Borderlands, yeah. Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. Yes, those are great. They they folded recently though. Yeah, I heard about yeah. that. That's kind of disappointing because I really like that game that game format. I think it was interesting and. That actually gives you more options. More often than not, you have, I think, three yeah. dialogue choices plus the option to say nothing. See, that's much more compelling. And keeping it within a gaming uh, framework, it makes yeah. more sense. This right here just doesn't make sense to me. And, and, and once again, it feels like uh, Netflix just trying to adjust their algorithms by getting data off of their viewers. That's what it feels like. It's, it's like, do, do y'all like this type of story with this type of ending? Or do you like that type of story with that type of ending? And, and I get that you need to do some type of market research on this sort of thing. But I don't know. It seems kind of underhanded to, to put it under the guise of an interactive experience. When, honestly, that's just what this feels like. It, it's, it's data collection. That's what this feels like to me. Yeah. Well, I think... In the future, that format, I mean, this is just the starting point. I think that format could be used if implemented properly. You know, maybe maybe a gaming format would be better, but I kind of felt like it was lacking in terms of scope. Um, there were certain, I feel like they could have done more with, with the choices is all. Yeah. And, and I actually like this. I, I enjoyed the experience, but I do see where they could have improved on that formula. What do you think, Dakota? Yeah, I mean, well, let me ask you. I asked Bo already, but what do you think? Do you think that a new, if there were more interactive episodes, movies, whatever like this, do you think that it being meta would be important to it? Do you think that's a good aspect and they that most of them should follow that? Follow that characters know that you're making decisions or there's there's some reason that you're making decisions, you know? Uh, I like the concept a lot. It really surprised me. I saw it right away. Like Bo said, I mean, it is kind of predictable, but in a way... That sometimes works because yeah. it makes the viewer feel smart. Like, oh, I figured this out. Uh, you see this element used a lot in, in gaming in particular. Yeah, but don't don't you find that a little bit patronizing, though? I suppose. A but, little bit. You know, during the movie, I didn't think about that. You know, I had a good time. And um, 
like I said, I was really pressured into trying to to make a five star game. Yeah, yeah. Without killing anyone to do it. <laughs> but but also, I mean, as far as uh, it being meta in order for that framework to work, I think that it could work in just regular linear structure. Yeah. Just keep it linear, just different paths. And honestly, I think that that's really what what made Bandersnatch so weak in my eyes. Honestly, okay. one of many, 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 many dif- different things about it. See, I, I liked the sense of challenge. Yeah. You get a sense what of challenge, challenge, though. Well, you you get it though when you're when you're when you're watching the movie. You're you you like like Ash said. You want to get a five star game. Yeah. And so there's a challenge. Okay, what's what's the right answer? You know, which one will give me the five star game? What path is the best? Take you the know, mov- movie type path. But- but it's going to do that one way or the other unless you hit, you know, skip to credits. You know, it, you. It's, it pretty much is going to hold your hand right back to those uh, other cho- choices that yeah. uh, diverge to other paths. Starts you know? I believe Basically. it eventually Yeah, will, it just starts you over. Eventually it will cut to credits, I think about after 90 minutes or after you've explored all the pathways. But I think what's cool is that the rewind feature, which is just like in, in Choose Your Adventure books where it says to go back, go back to page this or whatever... I think it's cool because um, it does keep track, like I said before, of what paths you've been on. And there are certain paths you can only get to having rewinded yes. from a game over. But that brings me to another thing about the choose your own adventure format here. To me, it only really makes sense either in a video game or a textual, you know, construct, you know, yeah. um, having it tra- trying to shoehorn it into a movie like this, it, it just feels clunky I, I i don't see the challenge to it like, like i said i mean it's going to cycle you back to those choices anyways so yeah. it's like where does that come in it kind of wants you to just go ahead and <coughs> see all of the endings see all of the pathways and it encourages you to then what's the point right what's the fucking point of the choices then you may as well just link it up into this really weird, mind-twisty movie and just leave it at that. I mean, like I said, David Lynch did it with Inland Empire. I mean, he did it well. That shit is a movie within a movie within a movie, and then cycles back to being real life again. Crazy. Yeah. It's, it, it's that kind of crazy. Or and the, the couch gag and Hectic Knife. Lost oh, over. yeah, Hectic Knife, the couch <laughs> gag. Oh, my God. Jesus. I need to hit points. those guys up, man. It's like uh, Litvin and DeSalvo, I think their names were. Yeah, those Bo, guys were good. You're kind of like that TV critic in Bandersnatch. The one that is just never pleased. Oh, <laughs> yes. He's on giving the game no stars or 2.5 stars out of 10 or 5. Oh, please. I am much more charismatic than that motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. That 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 dude was literally a, a goddamn Ziploc bag full of cottage cheese made sentient and sapient. That's what he was. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Robert, what do you think about this movie? Uh, uh, I guess I, you know, I let it play through when I first pl- uh turn it on, and then you know I selected. You actually just let the game or movie or whatever it is choose itself. Just in the beginning, okay. And then, and then I started playing it. I guess that's an approach. Yeah. I don't know. I was curious as to what would happen if you just let it play through. It does force you to to choose one or two of the options. Yeah. It takes mm-hmm. you back to the original. Original option, I guess. But well, people, let's let's not pretend that any of this is clever. Let's not pretend that any of this has been done before. Let's not pretend it's not derivative. Let's just not pretend that this is anything that's worth any more than maybe a month or two of analysis, and that's that. 
<laughs> Seriously, th- this is going to be forgotten within another, probably when the new Black Mirror season starts, it'll be forgotten. Well, That's what I think. I think you guys maybe should uh, give one or two episodes of the main series a try. I don't know. Maybe it's it's just I'm not that in a TV watching frame of mind. I, I can binge some certain things, but I find myself binging stuff off of YouTube more often than, yeah. than not. Great, you know? great ever. Yeah. Movie reviews, cinema snobs. Oh, cinema snob, of course. You know, AVGN, all that stuff. I mean, Nostalgia I Critic. Could, there you go. Nostalgia Critic. I could binge that shit for hours, but you try to throw something like Black Mirror on, I'm just going to be like, uh, is this over yet? <laughs> well, there's something you don't necessarily have to binge. I think you can watch one episode every now and then because they yeah, have nothing to do with each I, other. I understand they have standalone episodes, but even so. I think it's honestly best we could just to not binge Black Mirror myself. I think really? it's best done in one to two episode intervals because okay. it gets you a feel of, because every episode is different. It really is. They have literally nothing to do with each other. Yeah. And because they're so independent, they're like watching different movies. And so just like different Outer feel. Limits or Tales from the Crypt? Yeah. Robert? Hell yeah. Even that's derivative. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. You guys have seen Tales from the Crypt, right? Tales from the Crypt? Yeah. I haven't. Tales oh, from the Crypt. You're going to love it. I do have Tales from seasons. Tales from the Crypt is amazing. That's amazing shit. Like, honestly, classic horror. Classic comedy stuff, stuff we bought. Awesome. They aired that for TV when it first came out. Or HBO did right? Was it, it? It was on HBO yeah. and then they syndicated it and it was on like uh, WB back in the day. I remember that. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's definitely a show you should watch other than Bandersnatch. <laughs> Dakota, what are your final thoughts on this? I liked it. I like the format. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand what both saying and I actually agree with most of his points. However, I just I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, and I had so fun with it. You can't you can't take away my enjoyment of watching it. You know? I guess that's fair. I yeah, mean, it was, I mean it was okay to watch, right? Yeah. Play I, mean, I guess for me through, my, my enjoyment of watching it kind of overrules my criticism sometimes. Sometimes I can tell and that like this movie's terrible, like it wasn't even enjoyable. You know? Yeah. But if it was enjoyable, that kind of gives me a reason to kinda of wanna watch it's it. It's a popcorn more. movie. Yeah, it is a popcorn movie. Netflix original. Yeah, true. It's a Netflix original, and those are usually worth watching. A lot of the Netflix originals I really like. I don't know. Like I, a, I, there's just something about the Netflix originals that doesn't appeal to me. Of course you reason. disagree, like, Bo. You seen Bird Box yet? You're just a I cynic, Bo. I would like to check out Bird Box. I yeah, mean, that looks really good. It, it seems like a novel concept. Pretty I'd cool. like to check it out. That's the other one that's trending. Yeah. Took Bandersnatch's Snatches Thunder. First day it was put out, dude. Oh, yeah. Took off. Yeah. It became a meme. It's still number one. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Bandersnatch memed a little too. Bird Box memed more. Yeah, Bird Box memed more. Sandra Bullock. Oh, that's right. Sandra Bullock. Hell yeah. Well, that's that's our thoughts on Bandersnatch. So uh, we encourage you to watch it yourself if you're subscribed to Netflix. And uh, if you like Black Mirror, I think you should definitely check this out. If you have never seen Black Mirror, you don't like it, uh, I think like any other episode of Black Mirror, <laughs> check out another one, you know? So I think I, I think it's worth checking out if uh, to see how, how you feel about it. It doesn't take long. You'll get through the watch through. Uh, take about an hour and a half, maybe. They filmed over five hours of footage for this, but in a typical watch through, you'll, you'll hit up maybe, yeah, one and a half hours. So a lot of it's also duplicate scenes. I think it's an interesting concept. Uh, maybe not completely executed correctly, 
But, you know, it was fun. So, guys, next time, uh, two weeks from now, we're going to go ahead and drop our first regular episode of the season. Uh, we had our pilot episode. We have this collab special. Next episode, I guess, is kind of our inaugural, our uh, episode one officially. As I, we told you before, that is Infamous Second Son. Uh, Dakota and I played it already, and uh, we during the break, we had a lot of fun with that. Oh, yeah. We're even getting ahead now and, and playing some of the other games we're going to do this season. Yeah, you're going to be excited for the rest of the season because yeah. we've got some good games coming, and we've been playing through all of them. And uh, n- the next next episode, of course, is going to be our Zelda episode. Now, the Instagram poll results are back, but just to keep the suspense going, I'm going to wait a little bit longer. It was actually a tie, but uh, I asked my friend Steven, who I want to get joined on the podcast uh, by the next episode... I asked him to break the tie, and he's not on Instagram, and so we have a winner. But uh, y'all are going to have to wait till the end of next episode to get that. As for Collateral Cinema, uh, I believe we're doing Ichi the Killer next, right? Ichi the Killer. Yes, that, that is right. That is our anniversary episode, even though apparently it, the original pilot episode initially released of February 3rd, but I think that's a screw-up. I remember uploading it in mid-January. That's my boy. But yeah, we started with a Takashi Miike movie, and we're going to uh, celebrate our anniversary with one. And this movie is so fucking twisted and so much fun to watch. It, it's, a, it's a little long, but honestly, I recommend everybody watch it, and I recommend everybody come and check out our episode on it. It's going to be all kinds of fun. Hopefully, we'll have a new mixer then, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. That would be cool. Well, guys, uh, Collateral Gaming is on iTunes now. We're on Podbean. We are on Spotify. Uh, I don't know if we ever got back to uh, Google Play. And as soon as we get our first video episode out, which it should be by the time you guys get this episode, we'll release those around the same time, uh, we'll also be on YouTube. Collateral Cinema, you can find all those places as well. Mm-hmm. And on Chill Lover Radio, and very soon, Collateral Gaming will be on Chill Lover Radio as well. That's, That's correct. Yes, you will. We, we are super excited about the opportunity to be part of Chill Lover Radio. I uh, since I started, I, I was hoping that, that we could uh, we could take another that wing as well with you guys. Yeah, since we're kind of a brand together, so that's going to be exciting. Uh, we're going to release a lot of content for you guys. It looks like every week you're going to have something either from cinema or from gaming. So if you're a big uh, movie and video game buffs like we are, uh, I think you'll have a lot of fun listening to us. Certainly. So I'm having a blast, and that's the most important part. I think we're all having a blast here, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had fun tonight. I like our discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Even with your differing opinions. Oh, Oh. whatever. Cast your judgment aside, Dakota. With the point kind of. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And throw away all those peanut shells. All right, guys. Well, once again, I am Ashley Chancellor, the better half of the Chancellor Brothers. I'm Dakota Chancellor. I'm Robert Ortegon. And I'm Bo Maddox. We are Collateral Gaming and Collateral Cinema. Out.
Collateral Gaming and Collateral Cinema are El Company Productions. All music and movie clips are owned by their respective creators. Please don't sue us. We're poor.